Hello, this is Graham Anderson for FutureCast 101, a student project of the College of St. Benedict and St. John's University. Today, we'll be talking about the future of beef on a global scale. So, let's get into it. People are eating more meat today than they ever have before. One of the most popular and widely produced is beef, as many of you know. And this is becoming more and more of a problem for the foreseeable future. The beef sector as a whole has become artificially mechanized and mass industrialized to the extent to where it threatens the well-being of our planet. This is obviously very bad, and the environmental impacts are becoming so great, in fact, that it would become impossible to continue at the rate beef is at currently without destroying the majority of Earth's ecosystems. So consumers and companies will inevitably be forced to rethink the direction of beef production and then how it's consumed. But fortunately, there are ways in which beef can make a sustainable transition. As the environmental impacts of the beef industry become a more pressing issue for the future, the industry and probably the dinner table will adapt to hopefully meet an environmental, economic, and social compromise. So first, let's talk about beef. It's been a trend that in the last 100 years, that as a country grows economically, it also grows in their beef consumption. A prime example that you are all familiar with is America. As you know, beef is a staple across the country, and Americans are eating way more of it today than they were, say, 100 years ago. A recent study done by Bloomberg found that in 2018, the average American ate 222 pounds of red meat. That is a lot of red meat. <laughs> in fact, that is nearly double what nutritionists consider a healthy amount. And America got to the point to where it is today, um, largely because of growing incomes, falling cattle prices, the fast food industry, and the mass appeal of hamburgers in America. Raising and slaughtering cattle has then turned into really an industrial business. It got to the point in 1990, at beef's peak, where the revenues generated by beef were higher than any other agricultural food, and the average American ate three hamburgers a week. But this didn't just happen in America. Other developed countries followed suit, such as Australia, New Zealand, Argentina, Canada, and the much of Western Europe. All these places turned towards more beef, and as beef turned into a profitable business, large-scale companies took over family farms as the main producers of beef. Now, countries rely heavily on beef as an economic input. For example, according to AgriLand, beef export exports accounted for 4% of all Brazilian export revenues and 3% of Australian rev revenues. And then, of course, we can't forget America, where the annual economic output from cows is $263 billion. To give you something to compare it to, economic output from chickens was $128 billion, and pigs was $50 billion. So beef is quite a bit larger than other animal agriculture industries. And it's also important to remember that the romantic idea of a quaint, small, family farm isn't the reality in the 21st century. Small, family-run cattle farms are diminishing across the world and being replaced by huge corporate operations. And this is largely a result of the economic opportunity in beef. Small family farms struggle to keep up with a global demand, and so they're replaced by intricate production systems designed to maximize beef efficiency. 
And today, the beef business is complete with massive, massive cattle ranches, corn-fed cows, GMOs, factories, and assembly lines. It's constantly changing and growing because it's a business, just like any other multi-billion dollar industry. And this is mainly a result of social preferences, creating a huge industry that has really just gotten too big. So getting, getting into the problems with the systematic expansion of cattle raising is the recent awareness of the environmental problems. One of the most significant findings was the impact of cows on climate change. A study by the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization found that 18% of global greenhouse gas emissions is directly attributable to livestock production. And that is more emissions than the entire transportation sector combined. Much of the emissions from the beef industry comes from methane, which is released by cows and is 30 times more potent than carbon dioxide. So it has a much greater heat trapping effect. Because we now need to recognize fossil fuel and energy companies are not the only greenhouse gas emitters. Animal agriculture needs to be recognized as a leading cause of climate change. Another problem is the fresh water allocated to cattle raising and slaughtering. According to National Geographic, in order to produce one pound of beef, it takes 1,800 gallons of fresh water. When people tend to see fresh water waste in their own personal use, whether that be taking showers or maybe using the toilet. But in fact, most of people's water waste is indirect. And if people knew that they were saving 500 gallons of water by not eating a burger at lunch, I mean, they might make a change. But overall, people need to become more cognizant of where their water is being allocated. Because it doesn't make much sense to be pumping water into the beef industry when humans across the globe need water to survive. And along with water, land is also wasted on cattle. A report published by the UN Food and Agriculture Organization says 26% of the Earth's ice-free surface is used for cattle grazing, and a third of the planet's land is occupied by livestock feed crop cultivation, basically the food used to feed these animals, and the majority uh, being cows. And this is millions and millions of acres used for one animal. And it's destroying biodiversity because ranchers need to destroy the natural environment to create suitable grazing grounds for their cattle. The rainforest, especially the Amazon in Brazil, is seeing massive amounts of deforestation. The Rainforest Foundation U.S. found that animal agriculture is responsible for up to 90% of Amazon destruction. That is such an unnecessary waste on such a fragile environment. Um, also, the last major environmental impact from the beef industry is waste. There are millions of cows across the world and they all defecate. The USDA estimates 7 million pounds of waste are released by animal agriculture every minute. That, that's a lot of crap. And to put it into perspective, a farm with 2,500 dairy cows produces the same amount of waste as a city of 411,000 people. That's roughly the size of Minneapolis. And farmers try to dispose of the waste properly by turning it into manure or bringing it into waste facilities, but the process isn't perfect, and much of the waste ends up in our ecosystems. It washes into rivers and streams and ends up polluting lakes and oceans. This buildup of waste eventually creates dead zones in the ocean where life just can't exist.
But all in all, the pollution and environmental waste from cows comes in full circle, and the impacts on the environment are, are really detrimental. So, moving into the future, if beef production doesn't change from where it's at today, the demand is going to increase. There are currently 7.5 billion people in the world today, and the projected population for 2050 is 9.8 billion. This means that just from a numerical standpoint, if we don't change our beef habits, millions of more people will be eating beef. More people means more cows, which means more environmental problems. But population increase isn't the biggest problem when it comes to the possibility of beef getting too large. Urbanization, economic progress, and changing consumer preferences are boosting the demand for beef products in developing countries. Currently, the majority of beef is consumed in countries with a high per capita income. We're talking U.S., Australia, U.K., France, and other wealthy countries. But many previously non-beef-eating places are gaining wealth. Thus, their beef consumption might go up as well. A prime example of this is happening right now in Asia. Countries such as China, South Korea, and Thailand were not large consumers of beef 50 years ago. But the market for beef in these countries is starting to increase. They have been expanding economically, so their desire for higher quality red meat is going up. And many of these Asian countries, especially China, already have massive populations. So if the per capita demand for beef increases, the industry will explode. And it's already true that in China, they are, they're struggling to feed their domestic beef demand. And the Chinese eat way less meat than Americans on a per capita basis. So if many of these Asian countries switch to eating beef like Americans do, there will be environmental consequences, creating more irreversible changes. In fact, energy producers expect emissions from fossil fuels to be 30% higher in 2050. But emissions from animal agriculture and global land clearing are predicted to increase by 80%. This means that animal agriculture could soon be the largest greenhouse gas emitter, and most of our forests and rainforests would be gone. For these reasons, we cannot allow the beef industry to continue on the, path, on the path it's at currently, or we'll just destroy the majority of our ecosystems. But luckily, there are options to avoid this problem. Ideally, from an environmental standpoint, the best alternative is to go meatless. According to the Oxford Martins School's Future of Food program, food-related food emissions would drop over 60% if the whole world went vegan. It would be better for our climate because plants don't release methane, and it would reduce land use from food because, in fact, vegans only take up about 1/18th of the amount of land meat eaters do. But even if this is the smartest thing to do, people are most likely not going to get on board. The cultural aspect of meat is too important in many societies, so the alternative is going to be nearly impossible. Recently, scientists have been working on a way to create artificial beef. They can make an alternative that looks and tastes like beef, but it's made in a vat, with no environmental complications. It's a revolutionary idea that could take hold in places where beef is popular. However, there are psychological barriers that might lead to a rejection. Eating artificial food is getting less popular as organic becomes the new trend. 
Cultured beef could be an option for the distant future when eating habits might drastically change, but the time frame we're looking at for this podcast, um, looking at around 2050, it doesn't seem like it could take hold. Many of you listeners right now probably are thinking that maybe artificial beef wouldn't be for you. So the most realistic and ultimately beneficial route for the beef industry is to dial back on how much we consume and switch to eating other types of meat. In some circumstances, eating beef can be beneficial. Moderate quantities of beef and dairy can improve people's health, particularly in lower-income countries where diets lack variety. The problem is many developed countries use it far beyond its nutritional benefits, to the point where they abuse it. But substituting chicken or pork for some meals is a positive step. It's clear that cows are inefficient converters of meat to food. Compared to chicken, beef has anywhere in the range of 3 to 10 times as much impact on land use, water, and greenhouse gas emissions. And pork is somewhere in between the two. So pork and chicken are a more sustainable meat option. And for all you beef lovers out there, this doesn't mean cutting out beef completely. It just means maybe choosing chicken more often than you would beef. And it turns out there is hope for this. BBC found that in 2018, a third of Britons claimed to have either stopped eating beef or reduced it, while two-thirds of those in the U.S. say they're eating less of at least one meat, mostly being beef. So people are starting to realize the health and environmental problems with producing beef at such a large scale. It's likely that this trend will continue as more knowledge spreads and the environmental issues become more recognized and more important. And then hopefully we'll see a future where meat consumption is sustainable and balanced across countries. So, to finish up, the beef industry has exploded in the last century. People in developed countries are consuming massive amounts of beef, and developing countries are looking to do the same thing. This poses environmental problems for the future, as beef production at a large scale is unsustainable. If beef eaters do not change their habits, it's likely the earth will lose the majority of its ecosystems. But hopefully, citizens of developed countries will begin to transition towards more chicken, pork, and non-meat meals. This way, people can continue to enjoy tasty meals while limiting their environmental impact because the future of the world's beef industry will is going to have to transform in order to, com- in order to keep environmental sustainability. But it's also going to have to abide to the cultural and economic aspects of beef as well. This has been Graham Anderson with FutureCast 101. Thanks for listening.